This episode of Spread the Dread Podcast is brought to you by... What is up, motherfuckers? This is Ukrainian superstar Igor Sopronyuk. You may know me from Three Guys, One Hammer, but today I am here to tell you about Igor Sopronyuk's Super Supremo Downtown Dini Pro Daywood dealership. It is my brand new car dealership that I totally didn't have my dad pay for. At Igor Sopronyuk Super Supremo Downtown Dini Pro Daywood dealership, we have only the coolest cars. We got the Daywood Lanos 2006, the Daywood Lanos 2007, complete with fuzzy dice. We got them in red, we got them in white, we got them in green, and so much more. So what are you waiting for? You've had a test drive, now take a best drive. At Igor Sopronyuk Super Supremo Downtown Dini Pro Daywood Dealership. Don't be like stupid fat American. You are a badass like me. You need to burn tires and light fires. With the power of a Daywood Lanos, you'll escape the scene of the crime in record time. So come down to Igor Sopronyuk Super Supremo Downtown Dini Pro Daywood Dealership where my prices are so low, they put the man in maniac. Uh, so I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that came from. I don't know how he snuck it onto here. <laughs> that motherfucker's in prison, so I don't know. A Ukrainian prison, though. So maybe well, a I, bit that would to me Ukrainian prison would mean less liberty. Certainly not the capability of running a Lanos dealership. Well, I mean he's a rich kid, so I mean maybe he greased a few p- fucking pockets, man. I guess so, but I, either way. Everyone on here, I don't know how Igor Sopronyuk snuck his fucking ad in here, but don't worry. Uh, A, we're not making any money anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. B, if we were, none of it's going to him. Uh, and C, if it was going to him, pretty sure it's all going to his rich family because they probably written his ass off because he's in jail uh, for the Three Guys, One Hammer, which was, of course, Episode 7, seven. of Spread the Dread Podcast. Yep. Speaking of Spread the Dread Podcast... I'm your co-host, John. And I'm Joe. And we're back for episode eight. We're covering Snowtown, the Snowtown murders yeah. in this one. The bodies in barrels. We're saying good day, mate, <laughs> to the fucked up shit. Proof that even a sweet-ass isolated place like Australia has fucked up white people in it. Oh, yeah. There's fucked up white people everywhere. This, you're, There's one speaking to you right now. I don't have a body count. No. But I am no fucked of. up. <laughs> well, that's why I, I told somebody on one of the Instagram comments uh, where they had they had decided to try to be like us and really posted something offensive, and it was like immediately deleted by Instagram. It, it had, I, don't, I couldn't even read it. It had some kind of keyword in it. The Instagram's just like Mm-mm. nope, um, nay, nay. And so I I told her I was just like, if you need witnesses, do not call us. I will not show up. I am certain there are warrants out there that I'm not aware of. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, welcome to episode eight of Spread the Dread yes. podcast. Um, we had we've had a very busy week with the podcast this past week. Yeah, we have. Our, our plays have went up a very good amount. Yes, thank you all. Yes. Very oh much. yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's not us. You can go back and I mean, apart from like some technical improvements, 
we've sucked the same since episode one. Oh yeah, yeah. The, there's no, the, yeah. There's no room for improvement because that's who we are. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So if you're sitting there and you're like, they're getting better, you're wrong. Yep. You you think that because our technology is getting a little bit, and it's, honestly, the technology's not getting any better. We're just learning what buttons to press uh, in GarageBand. Uh, because we still have the same shitty mics. They have a pair of Joe's like blue leggings. Oh yeah, uh, not a normal guards. blue eye. No, they're like the what is that like Eve Saint Ives or whatever? Some kind of there was some episode they're like of, bright ass cobalt. I think right. I actually wore these the pride the last time I went. Maybe so, but yeah. uh, you ain't wearing them this year because we had to cut the toes out of them to make pop guards for our mics <laughs> because we're goddamn broke. We need help. Yeah. That's why we had to. That's why we're having to let a fucking psychopath like Igor Sapronik advertise his fucking, <laughs> I'm sure legitimate Daewoo De- Lanos dealership on here. <laughs> uh, you know, this is what we have to do to fucking pay the bills. Uh, but again, yeah, thanks everybody. The the plays took a, a noticeable bump up. Oh, we yeah. will see. It could have been the power of three guys, one hammer, and everyone just like, look, I hate, I hate John, I hate Joe, but I like this topic. <laughs> We'll see on this one if that's a if that's a fluke or what. But the social media has been popping off a yeah. good bit, except for Facebook because it fucking sucks. Because uh, I I hate even fucking having a Facebook. I know. I honestly don't know how much longer we're gonna have one because uh, it's so fucking pointless yes. at this point. I don't even log into it. I know we have the shared account so that we can like run the page, but like I never fucking log into it. I usually go into it like once a day because I'm like, well, maybe because it's so shitty. They didn't give me, I didn't get the notifications on my phone. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. IG blowing up. People talking to yeah. us, likes, comments, messages, all that other stuff. Facebook, Facebook is a is a breeding ground for OnlyFans people to, to oh, now advertise. We do get those. Yeah. We do get now, those. Now, I'm going to say, a lot of girls are pretty fucking hot, but, well, I, bitch, if you're only fucking advertising on Facebook, you're not doing it right. I watch free porn. My father watched free porn. His father watched free porn. His father's father <laughs> fought in the war for free porn. I'm not paying you for fucking porn. Now, I'm not against prostitution. No, that's actually. a worthy investment of money. Well, but get something I'm sorry. out of it. I don't get the whole subscription of porn or doing an OnlyFans subscription because no. you don't get to touch no, it. No, I don't care if you're one of our most loyal fans. If you're paying for pornography, you're fucking straight simping, bro, <laughs> and or bro at. Whoever's doing it, quit paying for fucking porn. There's plenty of good. I, you know what? Hit me up on IG if you need the goddamn website addresses. <laughs> I can get you. There, it's not a limited free porn. Like, oh, you get to pick two videos. Because some days I'm choosy. Sometimes what that what that website thinks I need that day is not what I need. And after about two or three videos, I'm like, you know what? I got to go back to an old standard. Let me check my history. I got a few. I don't have an account, and it still it still logs my history. And I can go back and be like, there's that one. And I'm I'm done fucking, I'm, you know, fucking good 90 to 180 seconds later. I got a smile on my face. I'm ready to be a good father. <laughs> I can get back to work. You know? <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, thanks everyone for, for tuning in. Uh, keep doing your part. Joe, where, where do they need to go to link up with everything for us? It is spreadthedreadpodcast.com. Yes, from there you you can directly it directly links to our Facebook, which is a fucking graveyard because I don't know why any of us still use it. It's it, I I ugh, whatever. Uh, but our Instagram, which is probably the best place if you want to reach to us, because yeah. we ain't checking fucking Facebook. So no. get get an IG. Uh, we're simpletons. We just like the pictures. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like a picture book on the web. Yep. Um. 
but yeah, you can also link up to our YouTube. Our bit shoot videos are over. We we tried doing the mirroring thing. That's done. It's not working. Uh, There's so, an obvious language barrier via the emails, and I, they're trying their best. Like I don't know. I, I don't, still want to support them, and that's why our shit's up on BitChute. No, no, everything's on BitChute in case YouTube just decides to wipe us out yeah. one day. It's basically close too much. It's yeah. basically like a a a free backup for our videos. Yeah. But I I love BitChute. Uh, mm-hmm. Just if if you're if you're not a right winger. Um, you know, there's not there's a lot of stuff on BitChute to avoid. I will say that. Yeah, I give you that. Um, yeah. but not our shit. You know, we offend every motherfuckers. Yep. I don't. I, we we're either right down we the don't middle discriminate. or nope, nope. <laughs> I hate all of you. Um, so so episode one through four is up on BitChute. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> John's lazy hasn't got the rest of them up. No, remember I was trying to upload episode five and it kept erroring out after I did the first four. So I didn't know if BitChute was having a bandwidth issue or something. Whatever, but probably by the time this goes User out, though, no. <laughs> maybe so, maybe so. It is, it's not the most user friendly experiencing experience from an upload perspective. Okay, I, I will I say that. that. I, I give you perfectly that. easy to find shit and all that other stuff, but if you're running a back shoot, you gotta you gotta yeah. you gotta learn a few things. Uh, so yeah, we're we're up on there, and then of course we have links to all the different podcasting. Uh, services you will that yep. that host us which is too many to fucking and name just here. like our ig post if you haven't found us you're not looking because we're on everything now or you're avoiding that us even which includes makes sense heart radio yes and we are deezer yes yes we today or this past week we got everything set up with deezer mm-hmm. um which i've never used but i've heard it's pretty big international i don't know the i don't know how everyone outside of north america deals with podcasts we get some hits yeah, we do. We we do. Uh, what was the one? There was some place when you told me the numbers. I was like, "Fucking really?" Ireland. Was it? That's because they're all fucking drunk. <laughs> that makes never Speaking mind. Speaking of which, yeah, we've already taken our two shots for the evening. That's just, that just means it's going to be good, and I'm going to make a lot of offensive Australian humor, Blue which slips. is fine. Um, but yeah, so so we yeah, and iHeartRadio we're on there now. But yep. again, if you go to spreadthedreadpodcast.com. You click those icons. It doesn't take you to Spotify. It takes you directly to us. Yep. We, we've well, not we, Joe, because Joe has done all that. She's she's curated all the links. You click them, boom, it takes you right there. Whenever you do go to those places, uh, whatever you're on, make sure that you subscribe or follow. Set it for instant download so you'll get notifications whenever mm-hmm. a new episode is uploaded, which we always do every Wednesday is our, is our new episodes. So do that. If they have a star or a heart or a comment section, do something nice to us there or mean to us. Interaction's yeah. interaction. There's no Drop such a thing shit as, emoji. We don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, that's absolutely interaction fine. Interaction is interaction. That's fine. But, uh, but do that. Then, of course, if you want to reach out to us, you can always message us on IG. That's a good way. And oh, then, yeah. of course, we have spread the dread podcast at gmail.com where you can do it's that a 50/50 as shot well. of who's going to reply back though we do try to and we, sign- do, and we sometimes we actually uh just do the roulette just yeah back and forth be like oh this is john this is joe you know but you'll hear from one or both of us i, I think you could probably tell which one's which usually if you're getting a more normal response <laughs> it's normal ish that's a joke for sure, that's Joe. If you ever get a, a response, you're like, that seems like a decent human being wrote that. That was not John, ever. <laughs> now, you might get a fucked up response that came from one of us, you know, or, or came from me or Joe. But if you get a normal, you know, hey, thanks, you know, we, we like your place, whatever, uh, a nice normal thing, that is not me. That's John. That's no. Joe. Yeah, it's me. But also, too, if you post up a lot about horror movies, like, yeah, I'm going to be, like, stalking your fucking page and commenting. All right, so we have a couple of shout-outs, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of Instagram shout-outs, which, again, if you message us on IG, we're, 
at this point, and we are we are not popular. No, Let's by not no say means. <laughs> but we're also lazy. So the amount of comments we're getting now, it is brutal for us to even respond to them. That's how lazy we are. We're gonna do it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We, you know, you took the time to do that for us. We are. We do not care enough to actually list them on our script for the show to make a notice of them. And we've gotten some great comments. Yeah. Uh, but but if you message us. We get a few enough of those to where we can actually devote that. So these are just a couple of messages uh, from Instagram. Uh, IG user Greg Zero Too Toxic, love the podcast. Keep it up. We love you too, Greg. Keep being toxic, just like us. Um, and of course, if you're on Instagram, you should you should check him out because he has great taste in podcasts. I'm gonna assume he. I don't know. It's is it still Pride Month? It's yep. still Pride Month. How dare I assume? Greg is a man. <laughs> But either way, uh, and then uh, Casey, Cassie Lee 420 is K-A-S-I-E-L-E-E 420. Joe, you want to read his, her, they comments? Yes. Um, I love it. It's great. You guys made me laugh so hard, and I love how every other word is fucked from the both of you. You're my soul people. You Fuck are, yeah. Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are. We. That is all we, yeah, for, yeah. That's the only people we get along with. That's the only people we haven't ran out of our lives at this point. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was him. I'm pretty sure him, her, Casey, Cassie, whatever. I, I'm pretty sure it was him. It was because, well, I, I can't remember. We, we were talking about him being at a bar at some point, and he was talking about the, the medical episode. Oh. Well, we talked about something about medical people being on Coke. fucking drugs, and yeah. he was like, hey, I can confirm this. I was at a bar. There was a mortician uh, <laughs> who had some blow and kept trying to give it to me, uh, and all I responded to him with after his long story was like, well, did you do the blow? Yeah. It's all I care about. You know, he could have brought, brought up his kid, his his wife, his hopes, his dreams. I was like, yeah, but what about that cocaine at that bar? <laughs> uh, and he was like, well, they were doing it off the back of the toilet. I thought my wife would kill me. Uh, to which case, if you're listening to this, Casey Lee, 420's wife, if you don't let your husband do toilet blow. <laughs> you're not a good can, wife. <laughs> how can you look at him in the eye while he's dicking you down good? You can't. You can't. <laughs> Let him do a little bit of toilet blow, make a world of difference. That's a mirror that'll last right there. <laughs> um, so now I, I, we want to announce something real quick. Um, the, we have stickers coming, Joe. Yay! We have stickers coming, and there is currently only one way to get your hand on these stickers. Yep. It's got our logo on it, and above it it says uh, something along the lines of like, I'm a five-star super spreader in honor of COVID. Yep. We made sure to use the word super spreader. Uh, Five-star super spreader. So to get this sticker, you have to message us only on Instagram or Gmail. That's the only two. Well, I'll do Facebook. That's fine. But you have to message us with a screenshot of your Apple Podcast five-star review. The review, just doing the five stars, that shit doesn't count. Nope. We, we appreciate it. Oh, Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah. But for the purposes of the free sticker, you got to actually write a review. It doesn't have to be long, but you know something nice, good, a lie about us, <laughs> about how great we are. Lie through your goddamn teeth. You, you hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or Gmail with a screenshot of that and any mailing address. Mm-hmm. I would suggest the P.O. box because sometimes when I've been drinking a lot, I like to get on Google Maps and get a little weird. <laughs> but... Give us a mailing address. We're going to send you a free sticker. Yep. A free five-star super spreader. Spread the Dread podcast. This is the, this is the inaugural sticker. Mm-hmm. I do not have an Apple product, 
So I'm not even going to let myself have one of these because it would be a lie. And I'm going to tell you what, as fucked up of a human being as I am on this show, I can at least say I haven't lied to you. I've stretched the truth. I've blurred lines. I've crossed lines, but I haven't lied. Not that you can prove in a court of law. You um, have a MacBook. Do we? Yo, we have a, Mac, a MacBook. I know that, but can we? But, I, but also on our thing, it's meant so that we can check the stats. Nobody wants to go on to Spread the Dread podcast and see that Spread the Dread podcast left a five-star review for themselves. I give you that. That is awful. Like, I would immediately unfollow <laughs> us if I slide. Like, you guys, ooh, that's not good. That's <laughs> No, don't do that. Um, so, yes, if you want to get your free five-star super spreader, spread the Dread podcast sticker mailed to you. Again, Facebook, Instagram, Gmail, send us a image of your five-star review with an actual review and your mailing address, and we will get that out to you. The sticker should be in by the end of this week. So we, we've already got two that qualify. Yep. Uh, why don't why don't you read those? I've talked enough. Why don't you, let's read the, the 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 two five star Apple reviews uh, that we have right now. And if this is one of you guys, I, I know we've talked to both of y'all before, but you've never sent the mailing address. So let's do it official uh, and make sure that you guys are hitting us up on one of those three areas with your mailing address. You don't have to send proof because we already know who these two are. For, for everyone else after this, yes, you have to send a fucking picture. I'm not taking it without the picture. So go ahead, Joe. <laughs> okay, so we have A underscore Sizzler with a five-star review titled Sailor Talk. I love it, which is that was, just starting that great. That was Aaron Gonzalez that we highlighted last week, by yep, the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I started following this podcast around the episode about Joseph Fritzl, and I must say, highly recommend this podcast for the dark, morbid lovers out there. Mm. They do not hold back with the details at all and give their honest opinion about the subject at hand. Love it. We'll be a subscriber to the end. Like, so, fuck yeah. So thank a, you. So A underscore Sizzler, which is Aaron Gonzalez we talked about last week. You are a five-star super spreader. Make sure that you send us your mailing address at Facebook, Instagram, or Gmail, and we'll get that sticker out to you as soon as they come in. Joe, what's the next one? Okay, we have a Jedi Mind Trick on you. Five stars titled, A Fun Listen. That, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm thankful, but that one's so, like, that's almost like, I, I almost feel like this one is maniacal. Like, <laughs> oh, it's a fun listen. Wink. Go ahead. Um, it's hard not to laugh at what John says, even when you know you shouldn't. Right. So Jedi now you know my fucking life. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But Jedi mind trick on you. You are a five star super spreader. So again, send us your mailing address on Facebook, Instagram, or Gmail, and we'll get that one out to you as soon as it as soon as uh, they come in. I, I, they've already shipped, yep. so they should be here by the end of this week. If you want to be a five star super spreader, remember. Leave us a five-star review on Apple, all five stars, with an actual review. Doesn't have to be long, yep. but it has to be a review. Send a screenshot of that and your mailing address to Facebook, Instagram, or Gmail, and you will get a sticker. Um, oh, my God. Okay, so luckily, we have another thing we have to talk about before we get to the episode. Yep. Uh, we talked about it on the last episode that we were our, our newest show that we're going to be doing, Fright Flick. FMK, FMK, fuck, Mary, kill. We're going to review horror movies and we're going to give them a rating of fuck, marry, or kill. So, we have set a date for the first episode of that. What date is that going to be, Joe? June 29th. Now, in honor, and also being lazy, of the fact that we're doing the <laughs> Snowtown murders today, the, the first film we're going to review for Fright Flick FMK is Snowtown, 
the movie about these murders. It was made in 2011. So that's going to be June 29th. We've decided we're going to release these on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be on Tuesdays. It won't be every week necessarily. Uh, But we are going to do them every Tuesday. And uh, I say that, and the first four episodes are going to be every week because we've decided after we do Snowtown on June 29th, uh, Netflix is putting out the Fear Street. It's a trilogy of movies. It's it's, it's a Goosebumps or R L Stein for sure. Yeah. I can't remember if it's a Goosebumps thing. It, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I I'm can't really fucking wait to do to it. So those are going to come out on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Uh, the at the following Tuesday after those films come out, for all three of those back to back to motherfucking back. <laughs> There's going to be a Fright Flick FMK episode. It's going to be it's going to be a regular podcast as well. We're not doing any kind of live filming and stuff. We're just not set up for that stuff quite yet. Yeah. So it's going to be a nor- you can get it anywhere you get this podcast. We're broke, I you know again we have to reiterate that. Yeah, Joe's no in nursing. Joe's in nursing school. When she's done with that, she's going to be in emergency room RN, and we are going to be motherfucking dripping bitches. <laughs> so you better enjoy. You better enjoy. How needy we are of your love right now. Goddamn it! Don't limit me. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, So yes. So the debut of Fright Flick, Fuck Mary Kill, is going to be June 29th, and for on that day and the next three consecutive Tuesdays, there will be a Fright Flick, Fuck Mary Kill each of those days, as well as a brand new episode of our main show of Spread the Dread podcast on Wednesdays as well. So we look forward to that. Hope they do too. Let's jump into it. So we're covering. Yeah, let's get to it. Sorry for the long thing. We we just had those announcements and stuff like that. And then, of course, I blame all this on Igor. That goddamn ad was like two minutes long, and it seemed way fucking longer with this psychopathic fucking car dealership. But anyway, we'll figure that out, and it won't be on the next one. We'll get that shit squared away because that's offensive. Uh, all right, so Joe. Let's talk about the snow. Let's go motherfucking down under. And you know, I love going down under. So let's go. <laughs> let's go down, down under for the Snowtown murders. Joe, give us, give us all the, give us all the nice intro that you always do. Okay. Um, actually, these kicked off between August 1992 and ran until May of 1999 in yeah. around Adel- Adeldale, Adelaide, 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 Australia. Australia. Oh, those they two have a good sh- cricket team. I know the the two shots are dropping. So Woo. okay, well, you also got your feet on the desk. You're you are convincing me you don't give a shit about this, <laughs> and that's saying something. I know, but right? but anyway, so yeah, so so uh, almost seven years this yep. went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there were twelve confirmed victims, and the murderers are John yes, Bunting. our players, our players. Yes, our players. John Bunting. He was born uh, September fourth, nineteen sixty six. Ooh, that was really close to my birthday. And you're you not know, born in sixty. No, though. but I said, he's, he's a two Virgo. Days before, he's two days before and like 20 years of ahead. <laughs> I know, but he's a Virgo. Um, oh. in, in should Ola, I be worried? Queensland. Yeah, you should be. Okay. Yeah. All right, fair yeah. play. I'm yeah. going to roll them dice, though. Tow, those, tow that goddamn line. <laughs> in Inala, Queensland. Okay. Yeah. So age eight, he was beaten and sexually assaulted by his friend's older brother. That's going to play a part. Yeah. Remember the fact that he was sexually assaulted as a kid because that really, yeah. Okay. Wet cement theory for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So reported of have enjoyed weaponry, photography, and anatomy. I love that when they're like, weaponry. We have, this might be like a very similar person to me. Like this might be in a weird way a soulmate to me. I love that his like weaponry, anatomy, and photography. And I'm like, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> unless, he was pho- unless he was photographing the weapon. 
weaponry and anatomy. Mm. Yeah. He's just uh, like, yeah, I like fucking, I like knives. <laughs> I like fucking looking at guts and shit. And I love capturing a sunset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a sunset. You know, I got to do Australia. I got to figure that out. I've been doing these weird European ones. I mean, I got to get that down. So I'm going to work on that while you keep reading. He also had an intense hatred for pedophiles and homosexuals. Call so. back to earlier. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, age 22, he uh, found work at an abattoir. An abattoir. That's a fancy word for a slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. And he yes, it loved is. to brag about killing the animals, claiming that's what he enjoyed the most about his job. <laughs> well, that plays into the weaponry and anatomy. Like last episode, danger, danger, danger. Right. I feel like if you, I don't, you know, I mean, obviously it's cool that if anyone enjoys their job, you should enjoy, having a job you enjoy. That's like the fucking dream. That's as good as it gets for like 99.9% of yeah. every human that's ever ever fucking existed mm-hmm. but you know if someone really likes their job at the slaughterhouse you know you should be like it should raise brows you know just i just i just like fucking killing pigs mate you know, like, <laughs> you know so i wake up every day and go let's kill shit you know so uh, all right so uh yeah so really he, liked what he did when he was killing shit yep, for a living yep moved to salisbury north in 1991 and befriended friends um mark hayden and robert robert wagner yes and he married elizabeth harvey which is james vlasox's mother so yes. and these names will make a lot more sense as we go or yeah, keep get, going. Yeah, get on to the because there's three, there's three, there's there's four people total. Yes. Uh, but three of them actually were involved in murders, and then one of them was kind of an accomplice. So let's get to murderer number two. This is the other big wig. Uh, Bunting is the fucking honcho. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the ringleader. Yes, uh, Wagner is his Robin. Yep. So Robert Wagner was born uh, November 28, 1971 in Parramatta, New South Wales. Parramatta. He met Bunting in 91 and he encouraged him to kind of assist with the murders. Yeah, yeah. They were they were peas in a pod. Yeah. And, well, Robert's uh, romantic partner, Vanessa Lane, formerly known as Barry Lane. So, I, I will say this because I, I, we, we got this note off of one site and then I went with another one. So... We we listed that obviously Vanessa Lane, formerly yeah. known as as Barry Lane. Yeah. Uh, we we. But that we, was her stage name. No, no, there's no stage shit going on. I I thought you know trans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I there was one site that said she, like she was trans and one that said just into cross dressing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know which one for sure. Um, and also too the whole part of Vanessa Lane having a history of pedophilia. That was basically a catalyst for bunting, which we'll get into later on. None of that was actually proven, other than the fact that Vanessa Lane began a relationship with Robert Wagner when he was only 14 years old. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know their laws there. Did they ever disclose her? Did we ever find her age? Or, I'm sorry, his, her, they age. I don't know. Of uh, Vanessa's? Yeah. I think that's later on down. But okay. um, out, outside of, of her having a relationship with Robert Wagner, nothing else was substantiated about pedophilic acts with Vanessa Lane. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, so that's Robert Wagner. So let's get to the, the number three, uh, James Vlasakis. Yep. So he was. He was the youngest of the three. Yes, he was born December twenty fourth, nineteen nineteen seventy nine. Right, but we couldn't find a location. Um, him and his mother half and half brother lived with Bunting. Right, Bunting married. Yeah. Uh, his mother Elizabeth Harvey. Yeah. Uh, and and yes, and so uh, yeah, he, he had a half brother, he had a step brother, 
and him all in the house. So this was this was like one of those ninety sitcoms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got a half brother, step brother, me, you know, mother, dad's out killing nice pigs little for blended a living. Family, yeah. yeah. I, got, I wish I had a theme song. Now for his that. mother though, Elizabeth Harvey, she actually knew about the murders and assisted in one of them at Bunting's encouragement. Right. And I could not find yeah. which the one victim. it was. Yeah. Uh but but that was confirmed. She didn't go to jail for anything. Um, I'm not even sure if they were able to convict her of the assistance. It could have been complete speculation, but she's now dead from cancer. Um, but it, I don't even know if they were able to substantiate that she knew about I figured if she, if they were able to actually prove she knew about the murder, she would have went on trial, right? I would have, you would think, so but I, I mean, you know, laws are different from, from country to country. Right. So. Australia's chill as fuck. You know, <laughs> you've seen them spiders? I mean, that's basically <sighs> where evolution dumped all of its fucking mistake creatures too. <laughs> So, you know, like, that, that shit gets wild down there, literally. Um, at the age of 23, he helped torture and kill his own half-brother, Troy, and his stepbrother, David. And um, this was actually after he told Bunting that his half-brother, Troy, had molested him when he was 13. So it kind of, again, it plays into Bunting's whole thing of, like, hating pedophiles. and He's also uh, an immense homophobic. Yeah. Which, so is Robert Wagner. Who was in a relationship with at Vanessa Barry Lane for like nearly ten yeah, years? Yeah, she, or almost, you know, she was either yeah, trans or a cross dress. So I, I, I don't, don't know, know why he let. Uh, anyway, it it gets fucked up. Literally, I guess nobody ever had that conversation with him. Is that chicks with dicks are usually dudes with tits? He didn't have that information yet. I don't know. I don't know. And. <laughs> I, I have no idea how they rationalized all this shit within themselves. I don't know. This is literally one of, an episode where anybody could just sit there and be like, God damn, white people are fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because as a white person myself, I'm like, you know, I'm white, but I'm not Snowtown Murders in Australia white. No. Like these motherfuckers, I don't know what kind of mind games they were playing with themselves, but we'll, we'll get into all that. And then uh, number four uh, in, in this quartet uh, is Mark Hayden, uh, born December 4th, 1958. Never linked him to a murder, mm-hmm. but he did help dispose of bodies mm-hmm. and benefited from some of the murders, which we're going to get into that too. Um, so yeah, so there's your main your main four players. Now, if you're looking at images, if you're looking at the image like we used for this, the, the three people you see pictured is Mark Hayden and Robert Wagner and uh, John Bunting. Yeah. Uh, not pictured in... Pretty much anything is James Lasakis because I could not find him. Well, he turned. He basically rolled for all this shit. Ah, uh, okay. It's it's very much so believed. Again, he he absolutely committed murders. We're not knocking. We're not doing all that, but that he was very much kind of like almost spellbound by John Bunting. Mm. Um. So, and I think they linked him to four of the murders. Um. And so he basically ro- he didn't get that that good of a fucking deal. Uh, for rolling over, but then again, you, you you fucking snuffed four people. I don't know what kind of deal you literally fucking want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even right now, I don't think they've disclosed. I couldn't find like what prison he's in yeah, or any of that. Absolutely so I think nothing. he's technically like in witness protection. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know, but you can't find like pictures of him very easily. Um, so now, despite this, I mean, in, in the media, it's either referred to as the Snowtown murders or like the bodies in the barrels murder, which is like it's kind of like it's you know it, that's its street name. Um, despite it being called that, only one of the murders actually occurred in Snowtown. Yeah, and it was actually the very last murder that was committed. 
Everything else was, com- all the other ones were committed outside of Snowtown. That was kind of in the area. Uh, but the reason is because the bodies that they found were, well, the bodies in the barrels were found in basically a disused bank. Uh, it had like a dugout vault area. And Mark Hayden either rented it or owned it or something like that, um, something along those lines. And that's where they were storing these these barrels with bodies in them. Um, so some of these instances, they were transporting these bodies a decent, you know, I mean, for me personally, you know, dragging a body 10 feet is too far. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, but in this instance, several miles or kilometers, if, if you're one of those people, um, or, or country, you know, you know, most people on this earth. Um, so that's why it's kind of referred that way. Cause everything blew open in Snowtown. Mm-hmm. Um, so and actually, even though there was a murder committed in Snowtown, nobody, not, not, not the murderers or the victims, nobody was from Snowtown. No. So you kind of feel like Snowtown got the fucking big dick end of this and not in a good way. Yes and no. They were actually talking about that um, Snowtown ended up getting a lot more... Um, what do you call it? Uh, visitors, publicity. Like, yeah, yeah, you got your dark tourists and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. But they ended up shutting down the bank and all of that for tours, so it's since been killed off. Well, that bank never opened. The disused somewhere where the bodies were. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it never opened. No, I'm just saying they're. they're they per, yeah, they they are trying to prevent people from coming and visiting. Is what I mean. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, but, but motherfucker, uh, you making money off of them being in town? Right. Uh, but uh, another thing now. They don't speculate that this was the motivation for most of the murders, but there certainly seems to be motivation for this for a few of the murders. Over $95,000 in credit card and welfare fraud uh, was committed by this group uh, via their victims, continuing to cash in their welfare, getting access to their credit cards and bank accounts and stuff like that. Uh, everyone said that, you know, bunting was seen motivated by power. I'm going to imagine, and you you got the, the psych degree, the, the molestation that happened at 8. Oh, yeah. It's a loss of so, control, loss of power right. by, you know, torturing, by um, overshadowing these people with his power. That's him taking back that control. Right. And that's and that probably where be, yeah. he found all his hate for pedophiles because he was at a young age. Right. And more than likely, he was a male because that's why he's so, so he just homophobic. So in gay yep. men with that, too. That is a problem with when shit happens to young people is because it's still fucking wet cement. Right. They're forming their schemas. These are, these are experiences that form their opinions about you know ex- the things they go through in life that this is what happens is it can morph people into fucking monsters right yeah so they they said uh bunting often had his victims refer to him and wagner as their masters and their lords mm. um so yeah i mean also too and i will say this when we this is another instance um about like three guys, one hammer, where we we couldn't find all the details about every murder and how it was done. We got a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually got a good bit. But they they kind of started off, it, it was another one of the things where things were escalating. Uh, if you go from the very first murder they commit, which we're going to break that down because it's your motherfucking spread the dread. We're going <laughs> to fuck. We're gonna, if it's fucked, let's fuck. Um, things started off simple enough and then just kept getting worse and worse. Like, uh, they were emboldened by getting away with it, so they started to really start feeding into that desire, or like maybe the simple murder wasn't doing it for them anymore. Yep. 
Yeah. Is that a is that a baseline thing? normalizes and then you push that threshold a little bit further because you get more of a thrill out of it. So no, that's classic. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair play. Fair play enough. So so yes. Yeah, so now that's that's our that's our guys. Um, there's not really a timeline like a, a nice clean breakdown of everything went down. So what we're gonna roll into well, next? Well, yeah, because there was a big there was a big uh, there was jump. a huge gap from from the first they, to the second. Well, also too from when they were killed and the bodies were found too. Yeah, in some cases there was yeah. several years yeah, between exactly. between that. Uh, so so let's dive into the victims. Speaking of keeping the ball rolling, um, first victim yes. is Clinton Trezzy. Yes, Trezis. It's spelled Trey Size, which oh. to me sounds like a rapper. Yeah, like you know, but but yeah, it's spelled T R E Z I S. You actually misspelt it. Did I really? Yes, you did. It's S I Z E. Okay, well, but yeah, so Clinton Trezise, Trezise, yeah, twenty two, twenty two years old. Yep, he was so he was killed August thirty first, nineteen ninety two. Body wasn't found until August sixteenth of nineteen ninety four. Yeah, so that's the that's where I was like alluding to. Is there's usually a few years gap. Oh yeah, between them discovering, yes. Yeah, so he was beat to death with a shovel in Bunting's fucking living room. Uh, right. I, I, they said that Bunting invited him inside for a social visit. Which I would imagine in Looking Australia. Looking at Bunting, I'm like, you're not a sociable person. And I certainly don't trust going inside your goddamn house. You want to come in for a beer, you fucking cunt? Yeah. <laughs> Which is Australia for welcome. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, yeah, and, and apparently Bunting accused him of being a pedophile. But I. I but that I, was kind of his thing, though. That was his MO, is that he accused people of being pedophiles without any kind of goddamn grounds. <laughs> Right. Well, some of them, it seems there was like some speculation or, you know, people were murmuring, that kind of shit. But there was somewhere it was just like he was literally like the accuser, the judge, jury and literal executioner. Executioner, Yeah, exactly. Now, the the body was actually buried in a shallow grave in lower light, South Australia. Right. This is not uh, one of the the, the bodies that was recovered in the barrels, uh, because after... Uh, Clinton Trissies or whatever, and and I believe this one, if I'm well, no, because he met up with Wagner in '91, so Wagner may have had some involvement in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, so that was in 1992. There was not another victim yeah. until '95. Yeah. So what? Three years later. Mm-hmm. So that's a big ass gap before they got to victim number two, Ray Davies. Come on down. You're <laughs> the next contestant on Oi. <laughs> Welcome to motherfucking Australia. <laughs> Have a fucking shovel and a beer, you fucking cunt. <laughs> Fosters. Uh, yeah. So, Rave Davies, uh, 26 years old. He was killed in December of 1995, and his body was not found until May 26, 1999. And yeah. I, and I feel bad about this one because he was mentally retarded. Right. Um, yeah. It, there, he's not the first no, of their no. victims. I know. And I know. Some of them, they there was a couple, maybe at least one I can remember off the top of my head, maybe two that literally they got them. This is like this is why I'm saying like because a lot of the time, and, and you'll hear it later where they try to justify this as though they were killing off pedos. Yeah. And there's literally several of these where there is it's not even really mentioned mm-hmm. that they had anything to do with it, and it was sp- speculated on some of these that 
it was just such an easy kill for them, and they were receiving welfare yep. to where, oh, this could just keep fattening their wallets while doing it, and it was going to be an easy kill. So these guys tried to act self-righteous in their talk. They didn't walk that motherfucking walk at all about it. No, they didn't. Um, so Ray Davies, he lived in a camper behind Susan Allen, or Suzanne Allen, Bunting's ex-girlfriend. Right. And the only reason he became a target was when Suzanne Allen accused Davies of sexually uh, making like sexual advances towards her grandsons. Again, fucking. No one wants to defend that shit, but this is one person's but word was, against another. Well, also, too, he's, he was, he's meant, you know, he has a mental deficit. What you think is a sexual advance may have not been that. It, it may have been completely benign because of a lack of social skills. Fair, fair play. Fair play. That's and why I feel bad because I'm just like, dude got hit upside the fucking head for no goddamn reason. Uh yeah well no 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 I'm this sorry one, he girl you know yes. what I meant like uh, yeah, not he got, he got fu- it was figuratively not yeah yeah garroted uh, yeah yeah he was garroted with a rope and a tire lever um he was also attacked with clubs and they beat him severely in his genitals uh. um t- and again this is where it always comes down to them talking about like you know oi we don't like pedos we don't like fairies <laughs> you know but. Then you see the actions that take place after the murder, and it's like, no, I think you're just psychopaths who are also lazy fucks and just want some free money. money. Uh, So after he was murdered, uh, we're talking about Ray Davies still, after he was murdered, Bunting and Wagner sold his camper, which they call a caravan. (laughs) Uh, And Bunting continued collecting Davies' welfare payments, uh, and Davies was actually one of the bodies they found buried in Bunting's backyard. Mm. Um, and this is this is when he was still living uh, with James Lasakis's uh, mother. I forget her fucking name. Elizabeth. Probably was it? yeah, Elizabeth Harvey. So at that house, so that's why I think where they get the whole thing of like you know, hey, there's there's like big body sized mounds of dirt in your fucking backyard, lady. You knew something, you know. And she's like, no, I didn't know anything. He said that there was potatoes. I was waiting for him to pop, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, so so. That's victim number two, Ray Davies. Yep. Uh, and victim. again, now we get to victim number three, who yep. is da 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 Suzanne Allen, yep. the person who said you know Ray was being inappropriate with her grandsons. He may have. We have no proof outside of what she said. Yeah. Um, but apparently, Bunting didn't give two fucks about it. And was like, well, she knows. I'm sure she knew. There was a lot of people too well, along was... the lines who knew about the murders they were doing. And we're talking. Yeah. We're going around telling people like, you know, yeah, he he got rid of so and so, and everybody's like, well, fuck yeah, you yeah, fucking pedo gone, yeah, yeah, whatever. See, you know, rugby, go. Yeah, but you there know. was also speculation with Suzanne Allen that she actually didn't die at their hands, but they just kind of covered they didn't up her find death. Them guilty of yeah, killing her because um, they said that she died of a heart attack, and was just like, oh, we just continued collecting the money. But the but. From all right, so this one it gets conflicted. It's a little messy, yeah. So she was killed slash died uh, December of ninety six. Uh, so they that was a year after they they killed Ray Davies. Uh, she was found February or sorry uh, May twenty third ninety nine. Uh, they were not found guilty in her case because of a hung jury and the in the case was never tried again. Mm. Um, so, but it was widely believed she was a victim of Bunting, and per one source, her remains were found in Bunting's backyard. Yeah. And I don't think that that source is wrong when I think about the two different sources and how much more detailed the source that this came from was. 
that they found her remains there, but I guess they couldn't prove. I don't know how the fuck this one played out. This well, that one's was the fucking thing. They wonky. denied it down it, during the trial. They said they, they did not kill her. They just didn't disclose the death because they wanted her pension payments. They ended up collecting like, what, seventeen, eighteen thousand dollars $18,000 and money's more of a motivation. Yes, but per this but, but per this site, she was technically dismembered and wrapped in 11 separate plastic yeah. bags. Yeah, but I mean, That's, you have to. I, is what that, are you going to do with a body? Is that how heart attacks work? No. Because I'm going to have one of those. You see how stressed they, I am? But, Am I just going to blow everywhere? But if you're going to try to try him uh, for murder, they didn't murder her, technically. And if she if she actually died of that heart attack, but you could get them on extortion of the state because she they continued collecting the pension I payments. Guess at, I guess at the end of the day, though, when you've got them for like a le- 10 or 11 of the 12, Why waste what's the, the money? fucking point exactly. if, you, if it's going to be too hard? So so with, with, with Suzanne Allen, <clears throat> excuse me, everyone, um, there's a little bit of uh, blurred lines right on on with her, you know it, it, exactly all that that was going on and and their involvement. But again, it would make sense because they basically whacked Ray Davies because of her accusation. And like I said, literally, so many people around them were they were telling people they were doing this shit. Yeah. People were going to the bars, getting pissed up on fucking Fosters and Scorpion Venom <laughs> and telling everybody else about them. And there's a few of them where they kind of took them out because they were talking too goddamn much. So that could have been the case with Suzette. Could have not. Either way, they, they absolutely were, were continued collecting her pension. Yeah. That's without a doubt happened. Yeah. Uh, so take us into victim number four, Joe. That would be Michelle Gardner, but it, she was formerly known as Michael Gardner. 19 years old. Right. Killed in September of 97, and the body wasn't found until May 20th of 1999. Yeah. Um, they had, you know, a lot against Michelle because being an openly gay cross-dresser, uh, you know, Robert Wagner uh, hated him, her, because they were gay. Yeah, openly gay, uh, Openly gay. Wagner didn't have a problem because he was he was gay behind closed doors. Yeah. I guess. I, this is I, one I of those, again, this is he fucking white The mentality white of these people. Yeah. Just, yeah. They're just, uh, yeah. There, I, there's no common sense here. Yeah. Um, now, his body, her body, one of the victims, uh, was well, one of well, the victims well, well, found in can, the barrels. Can, to my knowledge, I mean, obviously this is way before the whole pronoun thing and all that, but I would think you can refer to to Michelle as a as a him. It, it, there was no trans thing there, mm. from what I researched. Just just in the cross dressing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, he was one of the victims that was actually found in the barrels. Uh, yeah. That was in the 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 unused bank vault in Snowtown. Uh, they actually had to remove one of his feet so that he would fit in the barrel. Yeah, because I think his body is actually put into the same barrel as our next victim. Yeah. Vanessa Lane. Yeah, because I think there was mm-hmm. like five or six barrels recovered, but there was like seven to nine bodies yeah. in them. So, yeah, it wasn't just like they were trying a body to utilize in a, a barrel. Yeah, yeah, they were trying to, you know, yeah. conserve yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. So, yeah, take us to number to, to victim number five. Yep, formerly known uh, as Barry Lane. Yes, this is Vanessa Lane. This is Robert Wagner. They were together... For like 10 years. 85 to 96, 85 so 11. 85 to 96. Uh, yep. uh, 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 so, they... She was killed like a year after her and Robert Wagner stopped seeing each other. Yeah. So openly gay cross dresser um, actually assisted in burying the body of Clinton Tracy's. Yes. Which is interesting. Yes. And this so is aware. This is tying up loose ends too. I was just gonna say this is one of the ones where it was that was said that that Vanessa was talking. 
But again, Clinton, that one took place in 92. So how long was Vanessa talking? Because she wasn't killed until 97. Yeah. So that's five Probably years. Probably after they split. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. If they split in 96, Vanessa probably started getting a little mouthy. Uh-huh. But again, that's stupid because you were involved. Yeah. You helped us. You helped get rid of the fucking body, you dingbat. Yep. Um, and so again, like we said, in a relationship with uh, Wagner from 85 to 96, on the day of, of Vanessa's murder, Bunting made Lane call her parent, her mother yes. and tell her, um, that she was actually moving to Queensland and wanted no further contact with her mother. Yep, yep. So again, that's kind of reminiscent of Junka Faruda, you know, kind of calling yeah. out a, li- a lifeline. Being if, like, if you're pretty sure someone's going to kill you and you think that you can appease and play to their better murder by recording or calling and saying anything they're telling you to don't fucking do it maybe at best they're going to give you a quicker death yeah they're not covering their tracks so that they can fucking let you go oh no scream yes yes they'll be like (laughs) start disclosing names tell them to run to the cops yeah as soon as they do that I'm near this road. There was a dead dingo beside of it, and I fucking have help. You know, just something. <laughs> you know, go go down fucking swinging, whether it's physically or verbally. Do yep. one of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, of course. Again, Bunting kept Lane's vehicle uh-huh. and kept claiming the welfare payments. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vanessa Lane was also dismembered and uh, was another one of the bodies that was in the barrels as well. Victim number six was Thomas Trivelin. Trevelyan, Trevelyan. Yeah. Whatever. I, I am sorry. I mispronounce fucking everything. I'm sure in like <laughs> Outback Aussie slang is, you know, just Tommy T. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, this was actually Vanessa Lane's last known partner. Yeah, so this is who Vanessa was with after her and her and old Dirty Rob Wagner split. So mind you. Jilted Van- lover. V- Vanessa, 42 years old, the time of death. Thomas, 18 years old. So this harkens back to Wagner. She liked him young. Yeah. For Oh, yeah. She was a cherry papa mama for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so killed November 5th, 1997 and found same day. Yes. And this is the only one. And this is why. So he was, he was supposedly involved in the murder of Vanessa Lane. <laughs> Um, now it, everyone said this motherfucker was nutso. Yeah. Had mental issues and he only wore army clothing. Now, <laughs> if you're in the service, you have every right in the world to wear as much army and military themed clothing as you want to a retired vet. Or if you're homeless, you have every reason to wear a camo as much as up. But I'm going to tell you what you now, everybody think back to when you were in school <laughs> Think back to that one or two kids. You know what I'm saying? You know those kids. They were the fucking creepazoids. And now the Columbine kids. Well, that's what I'm saying. We, yeah, we're that's of, what we called we're, them. We're of the generation when the school shootings had started yep. up and stuff like that. So when that happened, everybody went into school the next day and just started like Terminator red eye scanning the whole goddamn. <laughs> They're wearing just, trench coats and too much camo. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They had yeah. some busted camo pants and one of those like Army Navy jackets. You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, you started keep, shoes and a trench coat. You yeah, kept you stayed a away the fuck him. away. You were just like, yo, that dude, you know. <laughs> and don't piss him off. That dude's got a mustache, and I saw him park a car, and we're both in the same class in sixth grade. <laughs> he does not have a lot going on for him, <laughs> and a good shooting spree to school will really up his notoriety, and I'm going to steer clear. Uh, so they were saying that about Thomas. Um, so 
I, it doesn't go into why he was involved mm. with Vanessa Lane's murder. Uh, but he did tell others about it, you know, with his fucking screw loose, probably at a fucking bar, you know. <laughs> Everybody's asking him, where'd you get them sweet camo pants? And he doesn't remember, but I'm sure he made up a really good, you know, I fought Nam. <laughs> They're just like, we, we, weren't, we weren't in Nam. <laughs> you know, and, but, uh, but yeah, so he was telling others about it. So this was another one of tying up a loose end yeah. after they tied up a loose end. Yeah. You, know, you know, loose ends with loose ends, you know what I'm saying? Uh, with this one, they actually hung him from a tree. Uh, Bunting and Wagner, and uh, his body, I guess, was found dangling later the, the same, same day. day. Uh, so yeah, this is one of those where, again, nothing to do with what they stated about trying to take care of pedophiles and stuff like that. This one was solely like to cover this, their asses. This was business. You like know what I'm saying? Goddamn pussies. They were exactly. just fucking covering up their asses. Nothing That's personal it. about killing Tom, Tommy Tate. Yeah. You know, they had to handle that one. So number seven, Gavin Porter Gav. was a friend of James Vlasakis. Vlasakis, yes. Vlasakis, uh, 29 years old. Uh, he was killed April of 1998, and he was found in May on May 20th, 1999. And this, this, to my knowledge, is the first time that Vlasakis gets involved with it. Mm. If, if to the best of what I remember when doing the research, Vlasak it was mostly just Wagner and Bunting up until this point. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, the only reason they even crossed paths is because Porter had actually moved into the house with Bunting and Blasakis. Yeah, no idea how, why, or what. And it could have just been for the fact that he was a heroin addict. Yes, Maybe he was. they were trying to help him. I'm not saying that they're completely evil or that that was their intent because obviously you ain't making no money off of a heroin addict being in your house. So right, but maybe there a, was a reason. But he was an active heroin addict. Yeah. He wasn't like trying to get clean. Yeah, but and, like, Bunting they... fucking hated him. Bunk, well, Bunting like just absolutely despised him and stuff like that. From out the gate because see what I read was that Bunting the only reason that he like couldn't stand him was because he was actually pricked by a syringe that Porter left on the couch. Now was the whole well, I think thing. That, I think that was like the final fucking straw for okay. Bunting. Bunting never fucking liked this kid in the research. Um, just basically talked down to him, talked shit to him, all that. And that when that happened, now I'm gonna say this: like we're pretty libertarian when it comes to shit. Yeah. I don't. I don't want you to go to jail unless you're like robbing somebody or doing violent, violent crimes, crime. drug shit. It sucks. Uh, you know. That's your choice. But yeah, exactly. You're doing it to yourself. Yeah. But, dude, if you do fucking heroin, throw your goddamn needles away. Yeah. Certainly, are you, dude, like, oh my fucking God. Like, I, I don't know what I'd have done if I'd have got pricked by one of those dirty fucking needles on the couch. That's fucking gross. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you on that. I mean, no, like, I ain't gonna, you know, I'm not gonna fucking. I'm over there thinking about hepatitis, if you've been sharing right, needles, dude. HIV. Like, there's all kinds of, like, right. bloodborne illnesses. And this is 98, so this is still, like, big time AIDS, you know, Yeah, the eight, well, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah shit, we're coming you know off of the AIDS scare of the 80s. So, yeah, no, it, right. yeah, it's well, very yeah, much on the is, forefront of everybody's mind. Exactly. Um, but so, he was actually murdered while he slept in his car in the driveway. Yes. And he was actually one of the bodies actually found in a barrel. Yes. So yes. I guess he got pricked by the needle. I don't know if this all happened in the same day or if it following day or what, but um, I guess he got high, passed out in his car, and then the next thing, you know, Bunting's taking him yeah. out. You don't want to end up in a barrel? Throw away your needles. There you go. You know, that's just good life lessons. They're not going to teach you that in school. You're getting that. Right here in STD 101. <laughs> we'll teach you that shit. Uh, so, uh, victim number eight, Joe, is Troy Ude. Yes, and this is Velas Velasquez's half-brother. 
Yes. 21 years old. Yes, this is the one that uh, Vlasakis claimed molested him. He yep. claimed that to Bunting. Again, I in in the, all the different research, there was there was certainly no sort of police report about this. Yeah. Um, also, around this time, Vlasakis Vlasakis wasn't very far in age from him. No. Um, and I'm not even a hundred percent sure Vlasakis could have been older. All right, well, I mean, he was 21 at the time of death in 1998, so let me scan up. Let me just look, because I do take great notes, because I know that we covered his age, and... So he was, what, 70? He was born in 77, 78. Velasquez was born in 79. Okay, so, all right, so, yeah, so they were very close. They were only a year or two apart, but but Troy was older than him. Uh, At age 23, helped in torture and kill his own half-brother, so he was two years older than Troy. Ain't okay, maybe maybe shit. maybe the math's wrong. I'm going to tell you what on this one, the research, every, literally every Sorry. source, every source had something different listed. Yeah, uh, and and I there was there was a lot of like, oh, what's that called, Joe? Where like they can't talk about shit while the case is ongoing, even when the trial's going on. There was a gag ton, order. tons of that involved I think it's with a this. Gag order, something along those lines. So and maybe that's why the info that got out was so fucking. And I spotty. think I, I think I just I found my mistake is that. Um, he was 21 years old at the time of his death in 1998, but we're talking about Velasquez's age during trial when they were picked up. So he could fair enough. Yeah, so they're fair enough. Yeah, Troy okay. may have been older. Okay, it would make sense. You usually, if you're molested by somebody, they're usually older than you. Yeah, usually. You know, in normal cases. But anyway, um, so in this one, and I will tell you this because a, a little a little sneak preview for Fright Flick, Fuck Mary Kill that we're gonna we're gonna do on the Snowtown uh, movie, which is it's a great movie. I've seen it before. I don't think you remember seeing it. Do no, you? I don't. No. Okay, I thought we watched it together, but I, I could have been wrong. It was a long time ago, and I used to be it a bit of a pothead was. way back in the day. It so. certainly was. I've only seen it once, maybe twice, but it's it pops up on some of like the fucked up movie list. Yeah. Solely because of its depiction of the murder of Troy Ude, mm. um, and it's a it's a it's it's a great fucking movie, and and we'll get into it on that one because uh, the guy who actually plays John Bunting in it, I, I I've seen him a few other stuff. He's a terrific fucking actor, mm. um, and he does a killer job. No no pun intended. Uh, in in <laughs> that movie, you know that was intended. I really didn't. <laughs> I I really didn't. I you know I'm not fucking clever. Um, <laughs> So in this one, uh, they they basically dragged Troy Ude out of bed and uh, handcuffed him into in the bathtub. Um, they did some some beating and and light torturing to him, uh, and eventually he was strangled uh, with the rope uh, wound around a lever, uh, actually by Vlasakis. Mm. Um, Is that not a garrote as well? I don't know if it if it I don't if you're know using if, leverage with a rope. I always thought that was a garage. Technically, probably so. Hey, if you if you know the difference, <laughs> let us know in the comments. We're too uh, lazy to Google while doing right, it. But I do I do know. I don't know if there's a difference because a lot of the times when I hear the, the term garage used, it involves something that's thin, almost like piano wire, and they don't so much as choke them with it as they almost do like a saw Thawne. through. Okay. okay. Um, so there could be, you know, the, the gray area of this, you know. Um, but they also, they, uh, they during the torturing, they actually crushed his toes with pliers. Oh. That's, that's fucked. Yeah. That's, 
that's not that's not good, you know. Yeah, but then again, if you're diddling or fucking around with your little brother, I don't know. I, I guess I'm I'm just that shitty when it comes to like sexual abuse and molestation. I'm like, ah, throw it at him. Well, if again, he really did I, it, I, fuck I, him. Again, though, let's 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 play fair. There is no proof. It was Vlasakis's word against his. There was no mention of you doing this to anybody else. And Vlasakis ended up murdering four people. So how much of his word could or should you trust? Okay, but then on the on the flip side of that, maybe he was more impressionable because of the sexual abuse that he, oh, he the, went the, through. The way that he seemingly let Bunting influence him. But then again, you're also talking about he has no father figure. Yeah. So there's that aspect of it as well with Bunting being the, 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 the only stable form of a father figure in his life or so there's a lot of different things at oh, yeah, play that's very multifaceted all, all, that's all, 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 all in the defense of of troy Ude's, you know in defense of him i'm just saying there it, there was there was no proof of it there was it was merely a, a word against the word at that point okay um uh troy Ude was dismembered and was also one of the bodies that they they found in the barrels so uh all right joe get us into oh God damn. Victim this nine. This is this is where so so Troy Ute is where shit starts to go a little bit a little bit. They they up the motherfucking ante on number nine, Frederick Brooks. Yeah. So Frederick Brooks was uh, eighteen years old. Yes. And he was killed in September of nineteen ninety eight, and he was one of the bodies recovered in the barrel on um, May twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. Yep. Now Mr. Brooks was mentally retarded. Yes. And he was the nephew of Elizabeth Hayden, who was their 11th victim. And Elizabeth Hayden was the wife of accomplice and body hider Mark Hayden. Yep. The number four of the the team of Bunting, Wagner, Vlasakis, and Hayden. Yeah. You know, killers at law, you know. Yeah, so he was tortured with electroshock and burned with lighters. Yes, and I actually found it, uh, they had done that to, like, his nose and his ears. That's some sensitive fucking areas. Yeah. Well, they also inserted oh. a... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they, I didn't write it in there. It was lit. It was uh, lit. They inserted, it inserted a lit sparkler... Into his penis. Yes. His toes were crushed with pliers as well. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he actually died from choking in death on his gag. Yes. So he didn't succumb to his Yeah, you know, the torturing wounds. is not what... The torturing technically killed him. But the actual thing that killed him was he asphyxiated on the gag they uh-huh. had in his mouth while they were doing all the torturing. Yep. And the welfare payments continue to be collected by his fucking uncle. Yes. Mark Hayden. Mark Hayden. Yes. Yeah. That's that's the uncle g- of the goddamn year right there. Yeah, dude. Fucking stand up goddamn husband too. Motherfucker. Yeah. Uh so victim 10, we're we're getting towards the end here of of these of these uh this is Gary O'Dwyer. He was 29 years old. Uh he was killed in October of 1998. He was another, uh, he was found uh, actually uh, May 20th of 1999. Uh, he was actually intellectually disabled as well, uh, but this was from a, a from a previous car accident that had taken place. Um, this one, they, they literally 
said and speculated that uh, he was kind of seen as an easy target since he lived alone and, and didn't have any known family. <sighs> so this one's not linked to any of them. A lot of these you see that they're linked. It's it's lovers, ex-lovers, family members, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, this was just out of opportunity. Yeah, this is just, hey, he's he's got a mental condition, probably had some physical ailments from the car accident too. Nobody knows this kid, this 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 uh, this guy. He lives alone, no known family. Definitely getting the, the the pension or welfare or whatever. So boom, um, he he was basically murdered so that Bunting could collect his welfare payments. Uh, but he was also tortured uh, like and, say, and killed yeah. pretty much in the same fashion as, as that Brooks. of Frederick Brooks. And it, I don't know. There's just something about. Kids, the mentally disabled, the physically disabled, like when you target them, like you are a piece of goddamn shit. Well, they they did the two of the two, at, at least per the research, the two most vicious murders were both against mentally handicapped yeah, people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like almost like they wanted to take their time with it and enjoy it because they they thought it was funnier to be that empowered over somebody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm. So. Yeah. Again, I got to bring it up. Shit. This is spread the dread. We we fuck with the fucked and you, and but yeah. that's the thing that you have to that's these that's the people. That's what, how people are when they're like this. It, 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 I, we got two more victims left, but none of them were per our sources and what is out there were tortured and done like these two mentally handicapped people were. And again, I have to believe, and you said this with a, you know, with the psychological backing, yeah. they're doing this because of power. And you already have so much power over a mentally handicapped person as is. Yeah. And then on top of it, doing this, dude, sick fucks, sick, yeah. sick fucks. Um, so. All right, so let's let's all right. So victim eleventh, Elizabeth Hayden, Mark yep. Hayden's wife, Joe. Yep, thirty-seven years old. She was killed November twenty-first of nineteen ninety-eight. Again, another body that was found right. uh, May twentieth of nineteen ninety-nine. Like we said, this is Mark Hayden's wife. This is Frederick Brooks's aunt. Yes. So she ends up on the goddamn menu. Yep. Um, she was actually the only victim that they were, or female victim they were convicted of killing. Right. Uh, and Mark assisted in concealing her fucking murder. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did she do? I don't know, man. Maybe she knew about Frederick. Maybe she was threatening to go to the cops or, or found maybe, out some stuff. Maybe I, that he was missing, figuring out Mark was the last person that he was around. Well, started yeah, putting two and two together. What, Frederick was killed September of ninety eight. She was killed November of ninety eight. So yeah. it was only it was only So maybe she was just asking a lot too many fucking questions. Yeah, you're looking at a span of fifty to seventy days. Oh God almighty. Uh, um yeah, so but her murder Oh, maybe not necessarily the murder, but her disappearance right, right. is what leads the police to investigate and to investigate the bank in Snowtown because it was in Mark Hayden's name. Right, right. I that, think it was that, actually that. rented by Wagner and Hayden. Um, I think yeah, they were they were both renting it. I think is what I remember. No, no, no. no. It was just Hayden. Okay, so it was just Hay Hayden. Hay okay, Hayden. Hayden uh, in in um. So and here's the here's the thing, is Hayden didn't start renting that property. Until January of 99, roughly a, m a month and a week or so after his wife's birth. These bodies bounced around. Yeah. The barrels yeah. bounced around. They have no idea how many different locations these barrels actually were in before they went to Snowtown. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. the thing. Okay, this guy's wife is missing. All right, his wife's missing. Then out of nowhere, 
he starts renting an unused bank yeah, grieving in Snowtown where he doesn't live. Yeah, grieving spouse. Right. Technically, so, so, so and oh, you're you're busy. You're not too busy looking for your wife or figuring something out. Oh, you're gonna go rent a property. Right. You're a fucking idiot. Well, not only that, but I it, I would imagine with I don't know how much well of the of the the fraudulent welfare Mark Hayden was getting. We know he was getting some because we we know that he collected it off of his nephew Frederick. Yeah. Um. But. I don't think these guys were holding down full-time jobs still during this. Maybe they were, but certainly not jobs to be going and renting what would essentially be commercial property. Yeah. You know, so it definitely raised some some suspicions. And, of course, none of them were, fu- were from fucking Snowtown. And the dude who's renting its wife just disappeared, like, five to six weeks ago. Yeah, again. So, ultimately, This is, yeah. like, Murder 101. I feel like they just made a they, lot of really stupid they need, mistakes. They, they should have studied goddamn uh, gr- uh, what is it remedial? Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They need they needed to fuck. They should have been held back a, a grade or two. Uh, but this is how it goes. It's the confidence. The confidence yep. ultimately catches everybody oh, up, yeah. and they start to get sloppy. Um, but that's the thing is that they were doing some of these. They had heard the investigations. I think the investigations were kind of starting to get a little too close to home, which is why they said, "Hey." We got this property in Snowtown. If we rent it, none of us fucking live there. None of the murders have taken place there. Snowtown's off the fucking map that anyone's investigating. But unfortunately, you did this after Mark. Well, not unfortunately. Very fortunate for for everything. But you know what I'm saying? But uh, they do this after Mark Hayden's wife has disappeared, which we now know she was. She didn't disappear. Her fucking ass was slung in one of them barrels. Um, So let's get to the, the, the 12th and final Victim, Joe, David Johnson. Yep, that would be David Johnson, 24 years old. He was killed on 5-9-1999. Yes. And his body was found the following day. Right. Um, He was Velasquez's uh, stepbrother. And I, and I will say, as I said earlier, this he is the only, only. person who was, at, and I know it's called the Snowtown Murders, he is the only person who was actually killed in Snowtown. Yep. He was killed at that at that disused bank location. Apart from that, none of the victims were from Snowtown. The murderers weren't from Snowtown. I'm telling you, like I, I kind of feel bad for fucking Snowtown because now everybody knows them. Like, oh, that's where all those murders happened. They like, benefited from tourists, honey. <laughs> like, it's no, fine. that's not what happened here. <laughs> we had a fucking ditch in a bank that never got open, and these fucking cunts came and dropped bodies in them. You know, and that's that's what happened. So, so yeah, he, he was Lasakis' stepbrother. Yeah, so he uh, Lasakis actually led him to the bank in Snowtown. Right. Um, he was forced by Bunting to read a script that Bunting had actually prepared and recorded on a computer equipped with a mic. Right. And now that's in 1999. So yeah. it, I made note of that because I remember 1999. <laughs> Not all computers had mics. And no. I'm sure they're talking about a laptop or something. But, you know, know, so so yeah. So they, they, they had a computer and made him record. Uh, and, and they made him record some, record some stuff. But they did force him to read a script as well um, that Bunting had wrote. That Johnson, in the, in the thing that Johnson was forced to write, uh, to force to record, was that he was fleeing town because he impregnated a 13-year-old girl. So again, there's no proof of this. Yeah. And here's Bunting, who's so obsessed with pedophiles, now turning, he's turning someone pedophiles. In, yeah, fraudulently, to, yeah. to the best of what we know, making someone out to be a fucking pedophile. Um, and uh, they also made Johnson give him the PIN number. Yep. 
Um, so Vlas- to his account, yeah. yeah, to his bank account. Um, Velasquez and Wagner. Velasquez. Velasquez. You've said it. You've said it at I least know, I, five I know. or six times wrong. I know and that one was almost Velasquez, and I was like, no. <laughs> Velasquez and Wagner yes. tried accessing his account that very night. Yeah. So they. Um, so so, and I I didn't jot it correctly. They left to go. To some, I, I guess it was like a specific bank in a specific city nearby, but not in Snowtown. So they go there. They, they're unable to do it. Uh, whatever. I don't know if he gave them the wrong pin or what, but they can't. They left him there with Bunting. They come back. He's fucking dead. Johnson's dead, and Bunting's there just being like, oh, oi. You know, I don't know what happened. You know, beats me. He, you know, he, 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 he fell on that Garrett, you know, like. Yeah, so he was actually dismembered by Bunting and Bunting and Wagner. Yeah, and this is the, this is yeah. this is verifiable. This actually happened, Ugh. but the only time that it is verifiable that it happened, it they fried and ate parts of his flesh. So they have escalated it. Yeah, they, so there from is beatings to torture and now dismemberment and cannibalism. Yes, and and again, his murder took place. Uh, yeah, roughly like about about two weeks before. They they finally found the bodies in the barrels in in the bank vault in Snowtown. So with the final victim, that leads us right into the trial and the verdict. Right. Yeah. Yep. So three of the original jurors <laughs> dropped out, and some of the journalists and journal uh, journal uh, jurors jurors jurors, <laughs> jurors uh, continue to need counseling to this day. Well, I would imagine they had. I mean, because they uncovered. What was it? It was like six barrels with like eight bodies in there. They were cutting the people up to put them in there. Oh, some man. of these people were in these barrels for like two to three years. Oh, yeah. So, so I could saying, imagine oh. some of the fucking shit. And then, of course, uh, per one thing I read, they it looks like they were kind of hiding evidence there as well. Mm. So in the, 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 uh, the bank in Snowtown with the vault where they were putting the barrels, they found all kinds of weapons and stuff, too. Mm. So they were kind of using this as like a massive like dump site for everything. Okay. Uh, I think that they felt kind of everything was closing in. And so they were like, all right, we'll just put it all here, um, I, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, so that, I'm sure they pro- – I mean, A, there was some gross stories and stuff like that. But I'm sure there was probably some pictures. Yeah. Certainly they had to show pictures of what they uncovered there. Yeah, I'm about to say, and you wouldn't think it, but yeah, decomp's gonna happen in them fucking barrels. Oh fuck yeah, these yeah. weren't like like fucking like high end shits like yeah. either. They they were well, no, big plastic black barrels. Yeah, no, because it's reflecting back to the John Ed uh, the John case that we did. John Edward Robinson. Robinson, the internet, uh, the internet slave master. And those pictures you can find, you know, where you can actually see into the barrels. And I was like, woo. Yeah, and a lot, think, of, lot of liquid slash juice. Yeah, you know, with with some chunks. It looks like a real fucked up soup. Yeah. Uh, if you're curious. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, this this actually ended up being, I think, the longest trial in Australian history and the most expensive. Yeah. Uh, the, the, tri- the, the trial, uh, for Bunting and Wagner lasted nearly a year. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, it's the longest in the history of South Australia. I don't know if they have kind of a civil war type thing there, <laughs> you know, like we do here. Uh, but yeah, so, um, December, 2003, 
So it took a while for the trial to even get fucking started because they found the shit in, what, 99? Yeah. So the trial itself lasted for over a year. So what, it took almost two years to get it to fucking trial, I guess? I guess. You know, or it's a typo because we've made those. Yeah. You know, but, or I don't know, maybe time works differently in Australia. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they don't believe in Jesus' years, so they were actually a year or two ahead of us. Uh, but yeah, so... so Let's talk about the, the convictions they were handed down. Yep. So in 2003, Bunting was convicted of 11 murders. Yep. Now, again, uh, remember, we, we named 12, mm-hmm. but Suzanne Allen was the one where it was like a hung jury. There just wasn't enough evidence to actually 100% know that they killed her, so they just kind of wrote it off. And again, that's never been tried again. Yeah. So hers is technically, was would that technically make her like an unsolved murder at that point? Ah. <sighs> I don't think so. Okay. Uh, maybe mean, maybe it was not. lumped in. They're just not going to retry it. Maybe the family's not pursuing it. They've already convicted him in their mind. They're gotcha. like, well, fuck it. I don't want to waste any more taxpayer dollars. He's behind bars. Right. So know? that's why he's 11. He has 11 out of the 12 that we talked about. Yep. So, and he's serving 11, 11 consecutive terms of life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. Good. Yeah. Good. Makes a lot of sense. Too bad. It wasn't the fucking death penalty. Just mm. saying. Yeah. Um, so Wagner, he was convicted of 10 of the murders. And right, he, and because of Suzanne Allen, so yep. there goes one of the 12, but then also, uh, what was the last one? David Johnson, mm-hmm. Wagner and Vlasakis had left the scene to go to the bank to try to get his money and came back and he was dead, yep. so that was bunting alone on that one. But other than that, Wagner was involved in all of them. Yeah, he only confessed to three of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's the one here, yeah, he, so he, he got 10 consecutive terms of life imprisonment without the possibility of, of uh, parole as well this is where I, I was talking earlier about their whole fucking trying to front about yeah. the pedophile shit and it was and a clearly, couple of their asses clearly so much of the data does not back up that these these were some motherfuckers out doing righteous kills and mm-hmm. shit like that uh because of wagner's quote and, and <clears throat> <laughs> let me let me make sure that i say this like like wagner would have pedophiles were doing terrible things to children the authorities didn't do anything about it. I decided to take action. I took that action. Thank you. <laughs> you know, applause, <laughs> bow slash curtsy, fade to black, and scene. Um, uh, so yeah, so he he got ten consecutive life uh, terms of life imprisonment there. So so Vlasakis. He pled guilty to four murders, and, and and he was a key witness to everything. And he rolled over and told him all the shit. Um. So he got four consecutive life sentences, but after 26 years, he's eligible for parole. So I guess that's... That was his leniency. Yeah, he has a shot because he, well, he said he went to jail and he was how well? He was in his early 20s. Yeah, so it's 2003. So so yeah. even if he serves the full thing and gets the 26, uh, or gets the 20 out after the 26, he'll only be in his early to mid 50s. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, he's actually still being held in isolation. Uh, in a, in an unknown prison in South Australia. So I don't know hmm. if there's connections or if they're just worried or, or some kind of shit like that. I mean, again, he's clearly a snitch. Yeah. He's, he's a rat. So maybe they're worried what the entire... Snitches pr- get stitches. Right. And yeah. I mean, this is a very infamous, very... I mean, this is one of the most well-known fucking cases in Australian yeah. history. So I guess they're just like, oh, that, you know, oi! <laughs> you know, he's the one that ratted out them pedo hunters, you know, and they fucking get him in prison. So uh, he's dealing with that. Uh, so what'd they get Hayden for, Joe? 
So Hayden was convicted of five counts of assisting with the murders, but he only admitted to two. Right. Um, he is serving 25 years with a non-parole of uh, 18 years. Yeah, so, so he's he, going to But he was also the oldest. He was born in like the late 50s. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he may not mm. make it out of that. So no jury ever convicted him of being involved with the murders, but just assisting with them. Right, right. Yeah. No, there was no no linking to that. He was just helping, helping for some reason. Uh-huh. I guess I, that's why I got to believe he was getting cut in on the money and and, and stuff like that. I, I don't mean, know. Maybe if he wasn't involved a whole lot with the whole planning, maybe he's over there being told it was all about pedophilia, you know, killing it off pedophiles. Could have been, and he was just like, you know, like, yeah, I'll help. I'm going. Yeah, I I'm mean, with I'm this. not going to lie. If if somebody came to me, I have a few ride or die bitches that they came <laughs> to me and was like, look, I killed this pedo. I need help. I'm a bitch. I'm going to help you hide that body. And they know who they are. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. Joe said that, not John. Yeah, fuck a goddamn pedo. As we've established in a previous episode, Joe will make it in prison. <laughs> I will not. No, you won't. No. <laughs> so. Yes, I'll be like that tubby dude at the beginning of Shawshank Redemption that was crying on the way in the gates, and everybody kept like you know like blowing kisses at him and shit. And I don't, I don't think he made it through that night. <laughs> uh, but they got him before they you know beforehand. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so that's the uh, the that's you know where they're at. So um, again, as we talked, well, you mentioned it that that Snowtown got a small you know economic boost. Because of the notoriety, again, dark tourists, which if you don't know what that is, it's people who are fucked up like us and have money to travel, unlike us, to <laughs> to go That'll to... That'll one day be us. <laughs> maybe. Um, you know. Uh, but yeah, so so they, they had that. The, the community actually discussed... Again, I feel bad for them. Because literally, they just... They, 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 all of this happened because they had a bank with a vault already dug that did not open. That is all. That's the only reason Snowtown is mentioned with any of this shit. Uh, they thought about changing their name to Rose Town, which I immediately thought of that like you know a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. I don't know why the sh- I don't know if that's Shakespeare or what. I could have read that off of a fucking Bazooka Joe gum wrapper <laughs> for all I fucking know. Uh, but nothing ever came of it. Yeah. Um, the the house in Salisbury North where Bunting lived, uh, where what like two or three bodies were found in his yeah, backyard. They just demolished that fucker. Just got rid of it. That's uh, good. Uh, but That's... the abandoned bank was eventually sold for 185k. I don't know what's going on there with at this point, or if it was kind of some kind of morbid. Well, collector. if they're smart, they would open it up for a, a dark museum turret. or something. Exactly. I don't know if Snowtown would like that because Snowtown does not seem to be a fan of this at all like as a community but i don't know you know i don't know much about them um but that wraps it joe that's the snowtown murders the 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 bodies in barrels case uh we hope you enjoyed it and again um oh oh we got we got oh yeah so so again uh don't forget we're going to uh fright flick fuck mary kill june 29th will be the inaugural episode that's a tuesday the first movie we're going to review is Snowtown yep. to, to feed right into this. And that was my idea. What? It was, and it was a very good idea. So make sure that you, you guys set that again. Wherever you're listening to us at, make sure that you're following or subscribe to us. Make sure that you have your automatic downloads set and ready to go. Because, again, Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill, it's going to be done just the same way. It's a podcast, um, and it's not replacing anything. Um, 
So, so yeah, make sure that you have your, your automatic download set so that you get that. Uh, make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram. and Hit up our website, spreadthedreadpodcast.com. Send us nudes at spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com. I think no want- blue waffles, goddammit. No blue waffles. <laughs> Um, I, maybe we gotta get you a Snapchat. We need like a spread the dread <laughs> Snapchat so that it disappears. Maybe you'd get your nudes then at that point. We should do that. I, That's a great idea. I okay. Fair. I don't think I need to be let loose on Snapchat though. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, and again, don't forget if you want to be a five star super spreader of Spread the Dread podcast. You need to go onto Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, actually write a review, doesn't have to be long or anything like that, just say something nice or, nice, or fuck it, you can even just say, hey, they're giving away free stickers for this shit, here you go. <laughs> you send a screenshot of that to our Facebook, our Instagram, or our Gmail, along with your mailing address, and we're going to send you a free five-star super spreader, spread the dread sticker. Yep. Um, is that everything, Joe? Yes. Can we finally let these cunts get back to their life? <laughs> yes. And not think about Aussie slaughtering motherfuckers? Yes. All right. So, again, thank you all. Be sure to, again, you know, go to the website, social media, all that other good stuff. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm John. And I'm Joe. Have a good day or night, depending on where you are when you're hearing this. And in the words of our man, Jack Torrance. Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?